welcome to the Paint, Rest, Repeat podcast with Roz Gervais and Laura Day, where we chat about our creative lives as artists while keeping it real and a little bit messy. We're here to inspire creatives just like you to push past those boundaries and make art that you love. Let's dive in. Today we're going to be chatting about how to get started on a creative dream Um, and we've been doing a lot of reflecting on this ourselves and thinking about you know our journeys and our journeys into our creative lives and how we did that um, and what sort of kept us going and moving towards that life that we really really wanted to have so I guess firstly we had that clarity didn't we at the start we must have. I mean, I certainly had that clarity at the start and then, um, you know, just made all those steps in the right direction. Can you tell us what happened with you, Laura? Do you want to start again? <laughs> Should we start again? Okay. Uh, yeah, let's start again. <laughs> We're doing it twice. Okay, you ready? Oh, my God. I'm good to go now. Okay. Like, I feel like I had a bit of a mishap and then I, it's just... Self-kindness, self-forgiveness, rolling with it. Allowing myself to be imperfect and embrace mistakes and we're all, I'm still, I'm showing up anyways. That's that's it. All right, are you ready? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going to have the giggles. Okay. Oh, be normal. Focus, focus. Okay, so today we're going to be chatting about how to get started on a creative dream. And this topic idea came from, you know, the fact that we both have um, made our creative dreams, you know, take shape, I suppose. Um, There's always goals. We're always moving on to some other point. Um, But yeah, we've both made it happen, um, which is super exciting. Um, And we've sort of decided that we wanted to share some tips with you to help you on your journey as well. So what are you thinking, Laura, today? Did you have any sort of key bullet points you wanted to raise? Well, I did want to say that it's not very easy easy to follow a creative path and it can be very challenging and it takes a whole lot of brave, bravery to even start on a creative project because sometimes people don't really value art as something that you could pursue as a career or even just um, as a hobby. Like I think, you know, it, it's not... It's not something for everyone and societal perceptions um, can play into, you know, whether we have the confidence to pursue a creative path. 100%. I mean, I think, you know, our inner critics are going bonkers anyway, right? Just just as, you know, humans. Um, So... But when you layer on top of your own inner critic um, feedback from others and imagined, you know, feedback from society as well, it can be really, really difficult. Um, Yeah, I mean, we've both heard, I'm sure you've heard it as well, just all those lines that you can't make a career out of art. Um, You know, there's not enough money in it. There's no way you'll be able to pay the bills through art. It's just not possible. It's a hard road. I mean, the number of times I've heard that it's a hard road. It's hard, Roz. I just think it's really interesting. I don't know what's wrong with me though, because it actually, um, <laughs> it eggs me on. It makes me really, 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 really um, want to um, prove them wrong. Is that really bad? Am I strange, Laura? I, th- 
I think, no, you're not strange. Um, I can totally relate. And I think that um, to be an artist, you have to have an inner rebel in part of you as well. So I feel like that is me. I, I am rebellious by nature and I like to, you know, push the boundaries and things like that. So, yeah, I think proving people wrong is really awesome. I have definitely come up with those uh, messages that it can be really challenging to follow a creative path. But it also was, at one point, I remember when I was at a wedding one time and I was telling someone that I was an artist and they were almost mirroring back what I believed within myself. And at that time, I believed that it was really hard. And so I was explaining what I was doing and... Um, they were like, oh, yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard to make a career as an artist. And I have had to do so much personal work on myself to get to the point where I am today. And I'm 100% in my creative career at the moment. And that feels really awesome and empowering. But it took like over 12 years after art school to, to get to this point and to be all in and I've had so many gigs on the side and I've had other things that helped to fund my creative journey and allowed me to pursue my creative practice. But not everyone want, wants to make money from their art either. Some people just want to do it for pure enjoyment and for their own well-being. But there can be resistance in that too. And it can be seen as frivolous and a waste of time and a waste of money and you know, people around them can sort of question like, why are you spending so much money on that paint or why are you doing this? And there has to be like some sort of purpose towards creating. So yeah, I'm just sort of going around in circles with these sort of stories and mindsets, but yeah. (laughs) That's okay. I think, I think this conversation will be a bit like that. So I think that's okay because as you're talking, I've got all these ideas shooting in, in you know, through my head. So it, I feel like you almost need to be, to, in order to have, um, to, in order to be allowed to paint, you almost need to be a child. That's fine. If you paint as a child, that's all good. That's encouraged. Um, and money is happily spent on paint because your child is exploring art and that's great and wholesome, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but as an adult, I feel like there's this belief that you need to be like a career artist in order to justify painting and and you have to be a successful one too. But the, the, the joke is, the, just the joke is that you can't be a successful career artist, working artist, unless you go through that ugly middle. You know, I talk about the ugly middle as well of any artwork. It's the same sort of thing. You have to go through that journey to get to the other end but it's like I don't know it's like society doesn't want us to not us sorry but artists creatives to achieve that they don't want us to achieve that level of success it's almost like that Mm -hmm. whole tall poppy syndrome business you know just pulling down people who um are wanting to step out of line just a little bit and you know it's just really something also comes into play when you really are passionate about something and you really enjoy doing it and then it's like well you you can't you know have a career doing something that you really enjoy you've got to have a job and just you know do the fun things and passion projects on the weekend or 
you know, like it, it's like there is that disconnect between like something that you really enjoy and it gives you your life meaning and it helps you to express yourself. But it's like, well, um, there's the disparity in making money from it too. Yeah, completely. I mean, I was warned actually by a gorgeous friend of mine who's just looking, who was just looking out for me. Um, just be careful, Roz. Don't mix work with your passion. And I just, you know, again, like I mentioned before, I think I might be slightly mad, but you assure me I'm not because actually that just egged me on and just made me go, no, 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 we can do this. I, I'm going to do this and this mm-hmm. is my path and I'm going to make this happen. Um, and you know what? I tell you every day that I go to work, I have my studios at home, so I'm not really going very far, but every day I go to work and do art, essentially art business. It's you know, making my art and also teaching my art. But every day I do that, I, I go with a little skip in my step and a smile on my face and um, a bucket load of gratitude as well, um, because this is the life that I really enjoy. I'm loving this. So yeah, I think if we can help other people to get um, to, you know, get closer to their own dreams, that would be amazing. Can I ask you as a mum, um, Yes. Like, did it take did it take some time to sort of like go through the process of allowing yourself to carve out time for yourself for your creative practice, and then also like allow giving yourself permission to like really develop it and invest money into it as well. Um, yeah, so it was a bit of a transition. So I had a job, um, so a job. Don't you like that? I still have a job. It's just that it's my own job. Um, but no, I had a teaching job. Um, and so that helped with the finances. Um, and I started out painting at night. So there was no sort of no debate there between, you know, time with my girls. I've got two girls um, who are currently four and six um, and, you know, having time painting. So there was no debate there because it was all nighttime that I did all my painting Um, and having a job helped with that transition as well into art. And so it's only really now I have to say that I am taking that leap 100% into art just like you're you know you're now 100% in art as well um which is super exciting and it's got all the brave you know the brave and the bravery and the courage and all of that going on um and so that my children still go to school and my younger still goes to preschool and that gives me now time to paint during the day which actually works out better because then I'm not so exhausted and I'm a better mum. so you know (laughs) can I ask then maybe the people that are in your membership and are just starting out on the creative path because I have come up with this with the clients that I teach too is I I don't have that that um excuse of I don't have time for art and it's almost Mm. like they're denying something within themselves like it's something that they really love and they're passionate about but they don't have time Mm. for it and like I do wonder sometimes it's like I feel like in my life, it's not about time. It's about shifting priorities. So I've shifted my priorities to make time for my own well-being and my own arts practice and developing this for myself. But um, how do you talk to your clients and your membership people when they're finding that resistance and they're like, I don't have time, like it's, you know, it's too hard, like it's, you know, and all of that like barriers come in place exactly the same as as you so it's all about priorities 
Um, and not in a, not in a, like, I'm, I don't tell them what their priorities are. That's not my job at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, just remind them to think about what is important to them. Um, and then I help them to determine whether or not art is a key part of their well-being and sort of self-care regime, I suppose. Um, and then the other one as well, um, is just realizing that, it art making doesn't have to be a ginormous thing so I don't have time to paint okay sure you might not have time to get out all of your acrylic paints and get out your easel and get out your big canvas and all of that that's fine that's totally understandable when you've got little people about Um, but if you just tone it down a bit so it might be a little bit of watercolor painting on the kitchen bench for five to ten minutes it might be some making some art with your kids as well you know involving them which is amazing modeling for kids um in the process as well so i think i think i try to flip it on the head on the on its head as well and just get them to think about how they can make it happen rather than the reasons why they can't make it happen um yeah definitely I'm all about that empowerment um if that's the right word and so what do you say to your people yeah I definitely it's all about looking at their values and what they really how they want to create their life and what brings meaning to their life and um thinking about strategies that they can put in place in their weeks like it might not be every day but it might be mm. something that you pencil into the calendar, like an appointment, like if you're go, going to the gym or you're going to a doctor's appointment and that sort of stuff. It doesn't have to be a large stretch of time that you spend on your creativity. You could just put pencil in 10 minutes and it's about just building and building and building upon that to create that space for yourself if that feels important, yeah. important to you. Yeah, I think that I think we're both aligned on that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so just to um, you know, stay on track because I'm really good at going off track. <laughs> Today, if we're talking about you know how to build, um, you know how to get started on your creative dream, I sort of see two avenues there. So one being how to make the art that you want to make mm-hmm. um, as a hobby and an interest, and then the other one being how to make a career out of art if that's what you actually hope for. You know, maybe you've done some journaling or reflecting or something on that and um, determined that that is actually your dream life. Um, Yeah, and then sort of maybe we should think about some tips. What do you reckon? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I think I've got some. Like, I mean, for me, what really helped me when I was trying to develop my style as a painter and I was looking at people on social media and I was like oh wow I really love how they do that and all of that I gave myself time to like explore and create numerous amounts of art like numerous artworks and sort of dive into the technical side of things but um, I think also it's really nice to ask people for help and you know, I went down to my local art store and I was exploring new mediums and I was doing some mark making and really diving into sort of exploring how my marks worked for me. And yeah, just asking people for advice is really helpful. So, you know, it can be on social media, it could be people that you admire, um, it could be yeah your local art shop just 
anyone that would have expertise in the area that you want to work towards and if you want to refine your technique or painting skills or even just doing an art class and you know trying something out online watching videos or going to act an actual you know physical in-person workshop all those sorts of things can help you to move forward into creating work that you feel more confident and proud of definitely and i think i'd add to that or build onto that um to the idea of building a community this podcast episode is sponsored by laura's creative kickstart coaching sessions designed for aspiring artists seeking motivation and support to turn their creative dreams into reality go to www.laurajaneday.com slash work with me to find out more so um, it doesn't have to be a big community, um, but just slowly collecting friends and people who are aligned with you, who are creative as well, who value the arts. Maybe they're, you know, maybe they're into music rather than, than art. That's fine. But people who value the arts and will also back you and support you and encourage you. So if you find one of those, um, you're doing awesomely. And then just slowly just build that, because I think that's it we need believers because it can be done um even though society doesn't want it to happen (laughs) um it can be done if you've got the right support behind you to help you with all those you know positive positive um goals and positive mindset sort of features and things like that so yeah i think that's i think that's um that'll help people on their on their mission yeah definitely finding people in your local community going to art gatherings and meetups finding your local arts groups, going to gallery shows or exhibitions, messaging people online if you don't have a creative community around you in your local area. Just, yeah, finding those people and finding those connections and networks are really going to help you to move forward in following a creative path. I find that all of my creative friends have really helped to propel me forward. And, you know, there's going to be moments of like self-doubt and it can be quite challenging so it's good to like lean on those support networks and you know, relate to people and um you know what we've got going on too it's like oh you know I can totally relate to your all of your challenges and roadblocks and even just like my the mindset that you go through like we're going through similar things like we're faced with like a similar similar um yeah things so it really helps to have those those people around you and it's quite interesting actually to think about that because you know if we're going through the same sort of a journey and so you know and if our listeners find an art buddy and they're going through the same sort of journey as that art buddy um it's really interesting to pay attention to what you say to your art buddy so they might say to you um oh my goodness that artwork I did the other day oh my gosh it was just so hopeless I can't even paint what is the deal here like why am I even trying to do this and then you would say to them something beautiful and kind and supportive and nurturing and you it would come from the heart it would be authentic but then when you find yourself going through that same experience, the inner dialogue can be the complete opposite. And that's why I think it's, it's another benefit to having an art buddy because you can support each other, build each other up as well. So yeah, really, really important. Um, and we're happy to be your art buddies. You yeah, can DM us. Yeah, just saying. send us a message <laughs> in Instagram, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah it, it can be very isolating being an artist because in your process – 
you you need that time and space to be by yourself and and develop that process but I feel like another part of that creative journey and following the creative dream is is building that community and I think we're going to create a whole podcast on that topic as well different ways to build build community but um yeah Mm -hmm. if we go back to like building belief and starting out on this creative dream and building your creative dream some things that have really helped me too is to journal and sort of um, visualize what that creative life would look like so I mean I've got all my beautiful work behind me now but this wasn't a reality two or three years ago because I was experiencing clinical depression and I, I didn't have a creative practice I wasn't even working like I, I actually didn't work for two whole years Um, whilst I was recovering from my lupus nephritis. So, um, you know, I know what it's like to be creatively blocked and to like be so disconnected from everything that I was passionate about. And I've built that back up over the last few years. So, I mean, journaling has been a lifesaver for me and creating a vision board as well. That Those were the two really amazing tools that helped me to sort of figure out what is important to me in my life Um, how can I move forward and um, when you're writing in your journal and sort of venting your frustrations about your current situation you can actually find solutions in those pages Um, it's really amazing to be like confronted with like the inner workings of your mind so that yeah that's really helped me and I know for you too Roz journaling has really helped you to move you forward towards your the creative life that you're living now yeah definitely so I did the morning pages we're also going to do another episode on this by the way um um, I did the morning pages a fair while ago but now I still journal it's a little bit more ad hoc now um but yeah when I catch myself my inner critic going bonkers um (laughs) that's when the journal most definitely comes out and that's it's almost like um I think when you journal I think you're you almost end up one step removed from your own thinking so you can see more clearly what's happening um, and you can give yourself advice if that makes if that you know if that makes sense so yeah no journaling's amazing I'm glad you had that tool I didn't I don't know your whole backstory Laura so it's great to learn a little bit more about about your path yeah yeah um I mean I can totally relate to people that are just starting out Um, because I was just at that starting point but I had a a quite rich creative life previous to when I was quite unwell so I mean I went to art school like that was the only thing I was passionate about and um, you know I my 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 mum was always questioning when I was in my last years of high school like are you really sure that you want to follow this path like it's going to be quite challenging being creative is quite hard I feel like she was quite a repressed creative herself Um, and it was not something that she was encouraged to do or had the self-belief to do. So she was sort of voicing her inner fears around, you know, my, my career path choice, but it was the only thing that, you know, I felt like was really my path. So I did visual arts at TAFE and then I went on to do graphic design. Um, and then I came back to, cause I studied in Queensland, um, I came back to Victoria and I was working in retail, just a normal retail job. And I lasted one year in that. And I'm like, what am I doing? 
I like I need to be mm. following this creative path and I had this you know the fall off the bookshelf moment like a a book almost fell off the shelf it was just something that I was drawn to um and it was called kickstart your dream business and it was almost like a workbook sort of thing and I did some journaling on that and I'm like I need to be do- following this creative path like I I really feel like this is meant for me so I used all my skills in printmaking and art and I started my screen printing business after I did that. I did the NICE program, um, which is the new enterprise incentive scheme. It's um, funding for six weeks to do a small business management course and it's run through, um, I think it, the Australian government funds it. And that's what I did to start my screen printing business and art tutoring business when I was in Melbourne. But it took a while to like build that belief and um, get to the, get to that point. And I did have people mirroring back to me those fears and <laughs> uncertainty about following a creative path. But that's that's it. But and you know, I I still do just to be very open. I still do catch myself just dropping that line. It's like it just rolls off the tongue. Um, you know, art is hard, and I I catch myself every time though. I'm like, hey, God, bring it back. I think it's just so ingrained in us, and I think um, you know, like yes, starting a small business, any small business is is not a challenge I don't want to say that but it's a journey it's a learning experience you've got to learn learn everything before you can put it into practice mm-hmm. so yes there's a journey there for sure um, but the question is whether it's going to be fruitful whether it's aligned um, as well to your values yep. and all of that I'm so glad that book fell off the shelf hopefully it didn't hit you on the head Laura <laughs> no it didn't it was almost like a draw like like tunnel vision sort of thing happening yeah um but <laughs> oh beautiful like another thing that i want to mention is that i have a very encouraging and supportive partner and i know not everyone in their life would have that and um would be there to back you all the time because some people's perception of art um is is it's a career of no value and they have no understanding of the importance of art. And yeah, so I just want to say that um, I'm privileged in that way to have Mm -hmm. a partner that's always believed in my dreams, has always been there to back me. Um, So yeah, I think that has really helped me to have that confidence to like forge that path. And he has his own business as well. So it's just like, you know, we're both that entrepreneurial mindset and we were able to, you know, encourage each other on that journey. So I feel like, yeah, yeah. you have a supportive partner as well and that's really helped you. Yeah, he's a, he's, he lets me do what I want to do. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty good like he's pretty good he um he's got a full-time job as well um he's more employed like he doesn't have his own business so um so I think that offers um a little bit of stability on this Mm -hmm. end um and yeah and he's he's quietly supportive you know he just he lets me do what I want to do he knows I'm very very driven and he knows that I'm very very passionate and he knows how aligned this is mm-hmm. um, for me so um, he's just amazing in that sense just being he's very respectful and understanding of that so yeah yeah I'm very grateful yeah yeah, yeah. I think it's important to recognize that yet you know we've got supporters um, in my life like my direct family they might not sort of 
understand the whole like art thing like my nan sort of you know calls it my crafty thing and you know that can be like language around that to like sort of diminish the value of of what I'm doing and um I need to come from like look at that and sort of not take that on and sort of you know she's sort of explaining it in the, in a way that she understands um and I don't need validation from certain people like I think finding people that you value their opinion is really important and taking advice off them and sort of leaving all of that that other like noise to the side and um yeah just keep it it's like it's the same no matter you know no matter what your path is whether it's arts or you know creativity or not I think it's all about um surrounding yourself with people who um respect you and support you no matter what you know what area of life I don't know what you know part of the I don't know what am I trying to say what part of the world and what sort of area of work you're in or whatever your passion is I think it's yeah it's all about your people really um but no one has a perfect no one has a perfect bunch of people like you know you're talking about your um, your grandma who is gorgeous I'm absolutely certain <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but we will all all have in our circles a few people like that I mean I can think of someone who um is in my circle and um love her so much and she's got an art bra- background as well but she's got that the negativity associated with it um and so yeah it's just something to be mindful of and be aware of and um you know when you do get comments just being able to I don't know listen to it um but not take it in um and yet remain respectful at the same time yeah you know it's not easy and then if it if it affects you then journal it out or find your art your positive art buddy and um debrief on it because um it's not worth focusing on if that makes sense because we really do have to build up our own inner belief and our own like find validation within ourselves rather than like looking to external for approval um which can be hard on social media when you're posting things up and you're like waiting for the likes to come in and waiting for the lovely comments and all of that sort of stuff it can be quite tricky but yeah finding that sort of conviction within yourself and building that up um yeah journaling maybe writing some empowering um affirmations and statements um yeah I think looking at that looking at that narrative and seeing if there is anything that is sort of hindering um your progress forward in following this path as well and you know seeking assistance like if you need some extra help like with those limited beliefs or you know help with moving forward like you could enlist the help of a coach or a mentor or someone within the field like if you find someone on Instagram you really admire and you're like they're doing really great things and they've got it all together um guaranteed they probably don't have it all together because I feel like everyone's just figuring out this life thing themselves but you know maybe just mirroring back what you really like about what they do and sending them a lovely complimentary message and maybe asking them some questions and be like well how did you do this how did you manage to have this exhibition or how did you manage to get your art into this uh, retailer or how did you get this um, painting mural Um, or how do you paint in that style 
uh, I think that that would be really valuable as well. Definitely. And I was, um, I've, I've always been really impressed actually with how beautiful and um, supportive the art industry is you know i think perhaps it is because um generally generally art sort of downplayed in society that we all do stick together and support one another so yeah definitely don't be shy i mean the worst thing if you dm someone that you really respect the worst thing is they don't reply and that's okay you can handle that (laughs) so that's it like just send one or two dms to two different people and just see what happens and see if they come back to you and i i think i could bet i'm not a betting woman but i think um i could bet that they will reply they'll reply with something beautiful so you know yeah don't be shy of that my local community is really amazing um when i first moved to ballarat um they have a Arts Alive group and that really helped me to connect with everyone uh, within the community and sort of like get my bearings on, you know, where things were at. And often when you make connections with people in, in your local area, they will let you know about opportunities and things that you might have missed as well. So it can be really helpful in that way. And even just, you know, making some time to like go and have a coffee with someone or I actually go for walks with my art buddy, Steph. Um, so I go and do exercise and we sort of talk through different things that we're experiencing in our business and, you know, um, especially the emotional stuff. Cause I think that, you know, we're quite sensitive souls, artists and creators. So it can be such a vulnerable act and um, it's really nice just to sort of have someone to sort of bounce things off and be a sounding board for. Definitely. And I think exercise is one of those things. Um, I find I talk, I really tap into my emotions. So if I walk with, <laughs> have a buddy and I'm walking, just watch out. Just saying. <laughs> hey, Laura, I'm thinking we need to wrap this one up here. I really hope that our podcast episode today was interesting for you all to listen to. Make sure you drop us a DM if you would like to give us some feedback or some ideas for some future episodes. Um, and be sure to follow us over on Instagram. We'll pop all of our details down in the show notes. Thanks guys for listening.